I did all of that. Huh? I did all of that. I did all of that. I I the the let me mute this. Oh, to God be the glory. <laughs> Father God, I come to you now in the name of Jesus and the power of his blood. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As this broadcast begins, sometimes you might have to do things on your own. You really don't need to sit there. Okay. You know, um, as if you know me, you know that I take care of my mom. And uh, sometimes you might hear my mother. <laughs> and she is something else. Okay. Oh, Lord. I don't want to do it too tight. But. Um, you gotta just be kind to your head. Okay. Um, so I know that today is Labor, Labor Day. 
And there may be some people that come in the room. There may not be some people. Uh, right now, I was trying to pray and I'll, my mom came in the room. <laughs> so I had to stop and help my mother. Uh, further continuing to pray, I pray for all the replay listeners. I pray for all of the uh, followers, uh, members, uh, what I call God's babies um, that will come and that are not able to come and that choose not to come. Uh, I dedicate this time right now, this, this hour to the most high God. Um, I am a little uncomfortable in my flesh because I'm going through some pain right now. Um, but still, to God be the glory anyhow, it does not matter. What is going on, he is still worthy to be praised. Father, touch our bodies, touch our minds, touch our spirit in the name of Jesus, in the power of his blood. He died on the cross so that we may be saved, so that he will hear us and see us. Continue to love us so dearly. And we thank you for that. If you don't do anything else, your mercy and your grace is enough. You are sufficient. Father God, all that we know is nothing without you. So I said you bless, anoint, empower this broadcast. Um, you have revealed a, a lot of things to me and, you know, I know that you're going to bless me openly to um, reveal your mysteries to those who want to listen, those who want to hear. I appreciate you. And I worship you. In Jesus' name I pray. Thank God. Amen. Okay, so here we go. I had to learn this um, from experience. You know, basically, you know, um, being able to praise God anyhow, anyway, no matter what goes on, no matter the storm, um, it is a choice to continue on. Um, and this was set up, you know, ahead of time. Uh, so, um, I must move forward. Um, because I was chosen for this task. And I would like to show by action and, and faith that 
I believe, and that are moving forward uh, in Jesus' name. <laughs> so there is a song that I would like to play. And let's see here. It is called Speak to Me by Corinne Hawthorne. And I'm going to play it right now. And you guys, replay listeners, um, allow yourself to listen to, to these basic words. Okay, um, the, the, the words come simply, okay, and it's up to us to register in to, to what the Spirit is trying to say to us. Um, excuse uh, all the other, you know, background noise, <laughs> but this is real, right? So this is real life. <laughs> so... Um, let me pull this up. Wow. All right. Okay. Um, I'm using YouTube right now. And I am setting it up right there. Nothing's more exciting than the time I spent with you No one but you Can love me true How you love me when you love me And you tell me everything is gonna be alright yeah. And you mean the world to me You are my everything And I never, no never, never ever wanna know What it's like without you I wanna wake up to you every day I think I feel like this forever As long as we're together Wanna know you each and every way I promise to be honest when I speak to you Wanna put you at the top of my list Wanna walk in like I talk it Wanna give you everything Please tell me that you're rocking with this You know all the ways to speak to me I like it when it's just us talking And you don't hold it against me That you don't really need me for nothing but I need you for everything And when I'm honest with you Telling you my issues You keep it official every time I kick you with you It's no games, no games oh, Don't change, don't change Cause you mean the world to me You are my everything And I never, no, never, never ever wanna know What it's like without you As long as we're together, wanna know you each and every way I promise to be honest when I speak to you Wanna put you at the top of my list Wanna walk in like I talk it, wanna give you everything 
Okay, guys, so that was Corinne And seriously, that song is amazing, okay? Because she's basically saying, I want you, Lord, above everything. And it doesn't matter what's going on. The video shows, I don't care if I'm working, if I'm at home, if I'm, you know, at the dinner table, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, and it's a powerful message because God inhabits the praises of his people. And listen, it, it doesn't have to um, be big, you know, like if you, if, if for instance, like those who, um, could have possibly been here but chose not to be, or you know, um, those who couldn't be here because of situations that you felt um, was the reason for not being here. Um, that's the powerful thing that we understand. Hey, you know, um, I'm choosing. I'm choosing this and being in that moment, being, you know, letting it resonate to say, okay, I chose this, you know? Um, and it's okay because you had to learn from that, you know, I, and especially me, like right now I'm, I'm going through that where, you know, there, there's not, there's not a lot of people here but God is here and he's watching. And whether or not, you know, um, anyone is here, I've got to understand that, hey, what did, what did you say? You said that you trust me. So whether someone is there or not, you need to praise my name. It's not about them, it's about you you know so um, I understand um, I really do and listen one thing, if, 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 if it's at all possible, is when we, when we take the time, <laughs> there are a lot of things, a lot of things, you know, that can be going on. You know, so just remember, you know, 
May God is always with us. No matter what. So. I wanted to put up a few things that, um, let's see, just a moment. Okay, guys. I have a few people to let in the room. Um, bear with me. Hello. Just one moment. Hey, Robo, bear with me. I'll be right with you.
All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming. <clears throat> you never know what happens, right? <laughs> um, today is, of course, Labor's Day. And um, we are... Uh, I waited for a couple people to come in the room and I uh, decided to um, uh, basically, you know, um, continue on basically because uh, I want the, the replay listeners to know that, you know, we continue to to be what um, what God says, you know, um, and and that means we were we were made to um, praise Him, you know, no matter what's going on. Um, hi, Miss Roberta. Um, as we continue for moving forward in in Christ, in our walk, in our commitment, uh, because it is a personal relationship, and we we happen to to uh, work together, you know, as a team in this. You know, uh, we are the body. So um, basically. I want to share this screen and I said, you know, what do I write? You know, what do you want me to write? And God is our protector. God is our healer. God is our provider. Okay. He's everything. All of this all at once. Okay. And my my whole you know focus on being able to be a vessel i have to keep moving forward i have to and as we make room for our father to guide us and give us words to speak, you know, um, and sometimes not to speak. Sometimes you can stand in a room and and he speaks by just looking. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's really important that, you know, um, we lift one another up in him, you know, and, and, and be the best that we could be. How was your week? How was your week, Roro? Are you are you able to hear? If you're able to hear, wave your hand. You, you possibly might be. Typing in the chat room. 
So basically, while I'm waiting for her to uh, say something, um, either writing in the chat room or speaking, uh, we were supposed to be able to do a couple pages in the uh, hearing guidebook and then um, have a testimony to share. Um, while you're doing that, I'm going to uh, share the screen again and um, play this song. And, and let this other person in the room. Okay, bear with me. Okay, just a moment, guys. All right. Okay. Choose my priorities and Jesus, you're my number one. So I will make room for you. I will prepare for two. So What were you saying, Mom? So you don't feel you that you can't live here. Please live in me. Oh, okay. Um, you can use the phone as well.
Seriously, it takes it takes time to pro to progress this type of commitment. Um, I encourage you all to one step at a time. It gets it grows, it grows, it grows. You know, um, we can all do it. You know, uh, one step at a time. Uh, all coming on one common ground. Hello. Hello. Ooh, who is that? This is this is Tanya. Tanya. Yeah. This this is Roro. Hey Roro. <laughs> I am struggling between two devices, my lap, my um iPad and my iPhone. Okay, okay. So you are 
Okay, I see. The, the let me let me stop one because it's echoing. Okay. Okay, so I can hear you. Um, on the I guess that's your iPhone. Yeah. Well, I you're on. You are also on my iPad. Okay. Okay. So what what I can hear right now is I can hear you vocally from from your um iPhone? Yes, from your iPhone. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Sharon McGill is, um, she's trying to get into the room too, but it's, she's having a little technical difficulties. Um, and <laughs> these things come as a test in the trying of our faith. <laughs> Are you frustrated? <laughs> um, actually, I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm actually laughing at it because. You know, okay. Um, Bear with me. Uh, we um things happen, you know, and and I I thought about it, and and I I was like, you know, well today's Labor Day, and I was like, maybe you know, no one wants to you know come in, but I I felt compelled to start the meeting anyway, um in case you know people do choose to uh, gather. Right. Well, I forgot it was Labor Day. I thought Labor Day it's was you. yesterday. <laughs> and I thought the Labor Day was the second, but they moved it. The date. I think they're like changing it like every year or something. Like, I don't know. What's up with that? <laughs> you guys. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> but um, I'm I'm glad you're here and um. There are people trying to get here and, and their hearts are here. I really do feel that. Um, and and um, as hopefully you'll be able to, to look at the replay because I did start it from the very beginning, um, um, you know, in case people did, you know, start to, to come in. Um, right. But since it's just us, you know, um, we can, you know, um, we can go ahead and, and I, for some reason, I don't have I don't have Sharon on here. For some reason, on on um, I I let me let me check on something really quick. Okay. And while while I'm doing that, um, because the fact that um this is the the, the actual broadcasting, um, uh -huh. that that um, everybody will be able to um. Uh, not inter be it interfered from from that okay. um so um, let me see i'm gonna play this really quick there's a little um all right guys you know that i am still bearing with the the zoom trying to be um the best that i could be uh, so I'm going to go ahead and play this little uh, clip and um, I'm going to try and help another person get in the room. So uh, I'll play this little clip.
listen to me, the season itself is a surprise, but then once you get in the season, you're going to experience some things that are a surprise also. And this is exactly what happened to Israel. So they get in this, in this wilderness season, and they start getting hungry. They're like, we want, we want some bread. We want something to eat. And then all of a sudden, the Bible says in Exodus chapter 16, verse number 31, it says that the people of Israel called, watch this, called the bread manna. It was like white coriander seed and tasted like wafers made with honey. Don't miss this, y'all. So they are in the middle of this surprise season. They're asking their Savior for provision. And they wake up one morning and they see this coriander seed spread on the ground like dew. And they called it manna. Because manna means, what is it? <laughs> so they ask God for bread. <laughs> and they wake up and they see this frost-like coriander seed substance spread out like dew. And they say manna. Because manna means, what is it? Uh -huh. I ask you for bread. What is this? Yep. I ask you for wisdom. What is this? I ask you for strength. What is this? I ask you for a blessing. What is this? I ask you for more. What is this? Here it is, family. Because here, manna represents three things. I'm going to get out of your way. Manna represents, first of all, the times when God's performance doesn't match your expectation. <laughs> Listen to this. They asked for bread. And I guess they thought they were going to get, I'm, I'm originally from Mississippi, some kind of country. I, I, I guess they thought they were going to get some Jiffy cornbread, some hot water cornbread, right? I, 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 some Wonder Bread. But here it is. The Bible says they saw something on the ground that looked so different from what they anticipated in their head. They didn't even recognize that God had answered their prayer. He just answered their prayer in a form that was different than what they expected. So this is what some biblical historians say. They say that Israel took that seed, and when they took that seed, they grinded it. And when they grinded it, grinded the seed, the seed became grain, and they were able to take the grain and make bread. Don't miss this. It means that God's provision came in the form of a project. Did you hear what I just said? And you got to be willing to grind, to turn it into what you know it could be. I don't know who I'm preaching to in here today, but I want you to know it's grinding season for you. When God gives you a seed, you've got to be willing to grind. And if you'll grind, you can turn it into what you know it's been created to be. It's when God's performance doesn't match <laughs> your expectation. Okay, here it is. N number two, number two, manna. What is it? It represents, uh-oh, times when God supernaturally, supernaturally your supply. This is what was interesting about those things with manna. Manna would only last. Would only last. Except for the day before the Sabbath. It was spoiled. Which means that every day they woke up, 
They had to depend on God to provide. It wouldn't be like that always, but for that season for them, God says, yep, and everybody's going to hit a season where in some area of your life, you will hit a season where God supernaturally suffocates your supply and say, every day you're going to have to look to me for this. Because watch this, there are things you're having to ask me for in the wilderness that you're going to have an overflow of in Canaan. <laughs> Canaan is a land that was agriculturally rich. It was flowing with milk and honey. And God says, before you get to Canaan, I want to make sure you are crystal clear on who your source is, that I've conditioned you properly so that when you get to Canaan, you don't get the grapes and forget about God. I want to know, is there anybody watching me right now, anybody that's willing to admit that I will not get the grapes and forget about God because God was there holding me in the midnight hour. God was there coaching and counseling and consoling me. God was there teaching and training me that he's my source and I've got to depend and rely on him. It's when he supernaturally suffocates your supply. He says, nope, in this area right now, in this season, I'm going to teach you a different type of dependence. And finally, manna represents, listen to this, <laughs> it represents seasonal supply. Here it is. This is one of my favorite scriptures in the Old Testament. It says, and the manna ceased. It was temporary. They, they probably were getting all up in arms, experiencing extreme anxiety. And God's like, this is just temporary. This is just what I'm doing right now to hold you over until I, <laughs> until I get you to where I'm taking you. This is just temporary provision that I'm making until I provide in a way that is more permanent. It is a temporary supply. Here it is. So instead of feeling anxiety with the manna, listen to this, they should have expressed appreciation for the manna because they didn't recognize that the manna was a miracle. Sometimes we can be so busy looking for a miracle that we miss the one we're experiencing. And God's greatest critique of Israel was their unappreciation for his benevolence and generosity to their life. He's like, I've done all of these miracles and they're still infected with entitlement and they don't know how to properly respond to what I've already done in, my in their life. What more do I have to do to prove I got them? Now, Pastor Darius, what's the proper response to miracles? It's appreciation. What's the word that we use for that in Christian context? It's praise. Praise isn't just noise. Praise is good manners. Praise is a recognition of God's divine provision in my life, and it is my organic and automatic response. It is an expression of gratitude, and gratitude is the seed for more. The more you sow praise, God... 
<laughs> God starts sowing back into you. And I feel like in the midst of a pandemic, yes, we've lost a lot. Yes, we're going through a lot. But I think we need to pause for a minute and reflect on the manna we've experienced. The miracles he's already performed and refuse to be infected with entitlement and say, I've got to praise God for what he has done. And I'm going to praise God in expectation for what he's getting ready to do. I want somebody to praise them right now. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Listen. Israel mismanaged this season. So what was intended to be temporary turned out to be 40 years. 40 years they wandered in the wilderness. They didn't have to because they mismanaged what they did. Listen to me. This is the word that's on my heart. Just because you're surprised doesn't mean you're not prepared. You may not feel prepared, but just because you've been surprised by what has come your way doesn't mean that God has not been preparing you for it. And your management of it is tied to your recognition and your revelation that God has prepared me for this. I didn't see it coming, but I'm ready. I was caught off guard, but I'm ready. I don't prefer this and I wouldn't have picked it. But if God allowed me to experience it, I'm ready for it. In the name of Jesus. You know what happened when those plagues hit Egypt? God was getting them ready. You know what happened when he split that Red Sea and they walked through on dry ground? God was getting them ready. And there's some Red Seas he split in your life. What was he doing? Getting you ready. Getting you prepared. Taking you through school, not even letting you know you've been in class. Now, here's the question. In a season like this, are you going to apply what your teacher has taught you? Amen. This is what I've learned. This is, this is hard. It's hard for me. I struggle with it practically. But when I think about it cognitively, it, it helps me at least a bit. That when I look at God's track record in my past, doubting him in my present is actually illogical. So, so when, it, when it seems, it would seem like faith would be illogical, but like when you look <laughs> at how faithful God has been, it's like, no, doubt is actually illogical because there hasn't been a time he hadn't come through. Now, he doesn't always, sometimes he comes through and I'm like, man, what is it? What is this? But there has not been a time he has come through. And if he didn't give me what I thought I needed, he taught me how to live without it. 
You didn't see it coming, but God got you ready for it. And today, I'm getting ready to, to close out. Today, I just want to pray for some people who feel like you've been knocked off of your feet and caught off guard. I want to pray for some people who are like Pastor Darius. I, I didn't see this coming. I'm so, I'm so thrown. I don't know what to do. I don't, don't know where to turn. I am telling you, just because you're surprised doesn't mean you aren't prepared. Your God has been getting you ready. If you're willing to manage this manner, he will show you that what's on the other side of this wilderness experience is a Canaan land that flows with milk and honey, where God makes good on his promises. Mm. So I don't think we necessarily need another revelation now, but we do need resilience. And some of us need a divine deposit of that. Mm. And I'm going to pray that God would give it to you wherever you are. So Father, right now, I thank you that your word says it is you who works in us to will and to do your good pleasure. And I pray right now that you would grant and bless your people with divine will power. I pray for supernatural resilience. I pray for strength beyond our own. I pray for a steadfastness that is beyond our own human capability. I, I pray that you would strengthen us, that we might be strong in the Lord. And I give you praise right now that the weak are being made strong, that bowed down heads are being lifted up, and people who were about to throw in the towel are receiving a second wind the wind of the Holy Spirit blowing and breathing on them. I thank you for strength to the weak and resilience to the weary. We receive it in the name of the one who saved our life. That name is Jesus. It's in his name we pray. Amen. Thank you for watching the Amen. Okay. Okay. Now, <laughs> Labor Day is pretty much, you know, like, oh, wow. Labor Day is pretty much moving on. You know, uh, somebody, somebody messaged me. Somebody messaged me and they were like, um, I don't think anybody's going to come. <laughs> I don't think anybody's gonna come because it is Labor Day. And I was like, oh, okay, um, you're not coming. Okay, that's fine. Um, but somebody might come. And and thank you so much for for helping me to re remember that it's Labor Day because I really honestly, I honestly didn't, you know. So um as I, you know, 
continued to to press forward. It was like eleven eleven thirty eight or something like that. And um, again, you know, we we make preparations for things, but who is our author? Who is our <laughs> our guide? Who, you know, who, who directs our path? Yeah. So. Um, he was like, are you, you know, I felt it in the spirit. Are you supposed to be on right now? And I was like, oh, yes, I am. I can come to you by myself. And he was like, that's not what the plan is. The plan is for you to let, let this opportunity be there. You know, and I was like, okay, you don't got to tell me more than once. <laughs> so, um, um, Roro, um, Yes, mom is here, uh, but she's she's through a, another app, and uh, she is. We already know that she is under uh, under the weather right now, <laughs> and uh, but she's here anyhow. And this is this is what I was speaking about to the other person who said they weren't going to be able to be here. Um, that you know, I, I understand. Honestly, I, I'm, I'm going through, this is our house, we can talk about whatever, but, um, you know, I'm going through the womanhood thing, and <laughs> I am, I'm, <laughs> I'm going through the, the, the first stages of the cramping portion, so it was like, oh, uh, it was like, do I, do I, do I just go ahead and, 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 and just uh, let this Labor Day thing uh, go with it, and, and, and just crawl up under the covers, and and get still so I don't have to feel as much pain? Um, or do I go ahead and I say, even though, anyhow, anyhow, you know, this is a perfect example. Of, this is a perfect example of us pressing through no matter what. You know? And it was only for an hour. It's now 1 p.m. and we persevered. We were resilient, just like <laughs> it was prayed for in that in that little sermon. Which honestly, I did not have plans to to. Uh, that was not in my plans. I, I'm telling you, I have it written out what was supposed to happen today. Okay, mm -hmm. but the Holy Ghost is in charge. Period. Mm -hmm. You know, and I trust. I trust the blessed Trinity, and that's my bottom line. So, replay listeners, um, I encourage you to just try God and one step at a time. I know there are going to be times where you're not going to feel like it. You're you're not going to um, be able to, um, but in your spirit, attach to the to the Holy Holy Spirit and attach to them. Say, you know, I wish I could be there. So that you know, you can feel the presence still, because it's it's there. He's everywhere. He's not fit in a box. He's not just in these meetings. He's outside as well. When you walk down the street, when you're lying in your bed, when you are sitting in your chair, our Father is right there. Okay, and it, it's about what we feel in our hearts is what He's looking at. He's looking where our hearts are. So. Um, I'm gonna go over here to uh, read this before we close. Um, Hearing God by Dallas Willard. 
Um, we are at the end of the uh, author author section, um, where he says, ultimately, we are to move beyond the question of hearing God and into a life greater than our own, that of the kingdom of God. Our concern for discerning God's voice must be overwhelmed by and lost in our worship and adoration of him and in our delight with his creation, um, with his creation and his provision for our whole life. Um, our aim in such a life is to identify all that we are and all that we do with God's purposes in creating us in our world. Thus, we learn how to do all things to the glory of God. See, 1 Corinthians 10.31, Colossians 3.17. Learning the two-way communication between us and God will develop as a natural part of a, such a life. It is very important to remember and to always keep before your mind this fact. You are a unceasing spiritual being created for an intimate and transforming friendship with the creative community that is the Trinity. Learning to hear God is much more about being, being becoming comfortable in a continuing conversation and learning to constantly lean on the goodness and love of God. Then it is about turning God into an ATM for advice or treating the Bible as a crystal ball. My hope is that this book will help you develop an ongoing relationship with God that will involve conversation, communion, and consummation. Okay, and that uh, edition was, was uh, in 2012. Okay, and we're reading it in 2020. Okay, that was eight years ago, 18? Wow. It, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm, that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, so the preface is hearing God, a daring idea. Some would say presumptuous and even dangerous. But what if we are made for it? What if the human system simply will not function properly without it? There are good reasons to think it will not. The fine texture as well as the grand movements of life show our need to hear God. Isn't it more presumptuous and dangerous, in fact, to undertake human existence without hearing God? Among our loneliest moments in the time of decision and the need for guidance, the weight of our future life clamps down upon our hearts. Whatever comes from our decision will be our responsibility, our fault. Good things we have set our hearts on become a real, become real only as we choose them. But those things or or other things yet undreamed of may be irretrievably lost if our choices are misguided. We may find ourselves stuck with failures and dreadful consequences that we must endure for a, a lifetime. Last but not least. Then quickly, second thoughts dog us. And third and fourth, did I do the good and wise thing? Is it what God wanted? Is it even what I wanted? 
Can I live with the consequences? Will others think I am a fool? Is God still with me? Will he be with me even if it becomes clear that I made the wrong choice? While we are young, desire and impulse and personal associations may carry us through. Choices that would paralyze us 10 years later. In the bloom of youth, we must, in the bloom of youth, we just do what we have to do or whatever turns us on. How simple it is. Often we are not even conscious of having chosen anything. After collecting a few disasters and learning that actions are forever, that opportunities seldom return and that consequences are relentless, we hungrily cry to God, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. More than reflecting a mere general concern for world affairs to conform to his will, our prayer expresses the burning need for God to be a constant, I repeat, for God to be a constant guiding presence in our individual lives. Wow. Individual. Row, row, right there where you are. Mom, right there where you are. Replay listener, right there where you are at the moment that you're in right now listening to this. Right there. Praise God. Right there, individually. If I hadn't have done this meeting, I individually in under the covers, still with him, still with him and dealing with the pain. But I'm telling you right now, where two or more are gathered in, in, in his name, he's there in the midst and it's, it's more power. Yeah. yeah. It's more power because, because I honestly, you know, I feel the that's my clock (laughs) sorry I can't stop it that's okay that's okay (laughs) but listen that's amazing because that is exactly what I was just really I was just saying that he's everywhere. God is everywhere. And that no matter how far, near far, he's everywhere. Yes, it's true. True, true. That is amazing. See, he's amazing. And I love him so much. And (laughs) I'm telling you, I was about to say that I still feel the pressure of, I mean, you guys know about cramping. And, And guys, you don't know about cramping, but you know about agonizing pain. So when I, I feel the pressure of it, but I don't feel the pain. And I'm just being honest. And I, I give God praise for that. You know. Um, and uh, <laughs> these things that have happened within this hour, okay, I'm serious. This if I listened to my selfish flesh, this meeting would not have been, but I listened to the Holy Spirit. And both of my sisters are here and the replay listeners will see this and they will be encouraged and uplifted that you can go on through, through anything. All things are possible through Christ. Well, um, 
for me, um, and perhaps for Sharon, uh, one holiday is like any other day. So we're always home and always uh, willing to listen to the Lord, um, even when we don't feel good, um, because that's a lot of the time. So we've learned how to do that. It just takes um, years of walking with him to figure that out. already paving the way for for us to to learn this very thing you know well my dear i have practiced with my ipad and um uh, the only thing i've noticed is i cannot hear sharon uh, when she speaks okay so she is Okay, say again. Can you hear me? Hardly at all. Barely. You can't hear oh. Yeah. Well, I'm on another I'm on another uh, app, so I couldn't get mine to work. I'm not gonna talk about it on the other recording, but anyway. Oh that's okay. That's what this now is. I can hear you. <laughs> I'm not good at this, but um, my new iPad, and I don't really communicate well yet. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, you, you guys are so awful. Seriously, like, I don't care if it was 50 people in here. Literally, like, we're, this is what, it, this is perfect examples of how things happen, and we need to take the time to deal with them. And, you know, uh, he will make a way for us to get through them. And that's what he did. Like, we were supposed to all give a testimony today. Mom just gave her testimony right now. <laughs> Roro just gave her testimony right now. I tried to get through with two different devices, and one, one worked and another one didn't. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Mom, Thank you. Mom is, mom is dealing with, with, with uh, 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 sickness that's trying to take over her, and she's still here in the meeting. And, That's right. And then there's me. <laughs> I don't even deal with womanhood anymore. And I'm 48 years old and I'm still dealing with this. Okay. Listen here. That's no fair bragging about your youth. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know you guys don't want to go back here. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Gosh, Eve, I mean, come on. But our is guys, there ever a possibility that we could sit down and have coffee together? <laughs> that would be so awesome. <laughs> I just bought a new mug, too. I just bought a new mug, too. 
Um, and that's what I'm looking forward to because honestly, that you that you brought that up, you know, um, I I heard it. I I mean, I saw the vision and everything that that we're actually going to be able to be in front of each other. We're actually going to have actual gatherings where we are all going to be able to to have the opportunity to gather together physically. I saw it. Great. I saw it. And I hopefully before we get to heaven. Amen. Amen. Because that's a definite. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you live, Tanya? Well, right now I am uh -huh. in uh, Fresno, California. Where? Fresno, California. Oh, Fresno. Yes. Holy cow. <laughs> You're in California. Yeah. Oh, Louie. <laughs> Oh God! But you know, right? Um, and and Your home is in North Carolina. Well, my home, my home was in North Carolina. Um, basically, um, I came here to help my mom, and uh, basically because of you know her lung cancer and everything that she's going through, um, and. We talked about it. We, I wasn't supposed to be here uh, at this time. We talked about it. We were already prepping to move back to Washington. So it was just like, oh my goodness, now this has happened. I got to go right now, you know? So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I'm just trying to help her get through that. Uh, she just had a PET scan because um, she's been having chemo and radiation uh, every day for a total of a couple months. And mm -hmm. Uh, she, she just had a PET scan, so we're going to um, praise God for a report that they're saying that um, it is definitely smaller than it was, um, but she, you know, she has to wait a couple weeks, and then uh, they do another one to make sure, uh, just to find out how much more they need to give her. Wow. My mother um, had uh, lung cancer. That was her last... Uh, she had it for four years and she came up to live with me and uh, she didn't know she had it then and uh, we were just enjoying each other and went to the doctor and lo and behold she had lung cancer and um, so she didn't get to live with me very long she had to go back to California where my brother was where uh, to an assisted living where he was five minutes from there and so I went down there a lot, and uh, it was a precious time of my life to uh, be uh, with my mom during those last years. Let's take Abby the glory. So Jacob, Jacob is with your grandma? Uh, he, he's with um, Jenny. He's with, he's, oh. yeah, he, that's... Uh-huh. Um, he he uh, graduates uh, next year. Uh, this is his last year. So I was just like, no, I'm just going to go ahead. And after the Corona thing, it was like, oh, well, uh, I guess you're going to be staying there. Um, and then, like I was saying, you know, I, I came here originally because she needed a heart valve replacement. Oh, my. That was the main reason why I came. After they gave her the test and did all the stuff to find out if she would be able to handle the surgery for a heart valve replacement, they found lung cancer. Wow. So um, 
So it's like, okay, Lord. <laughs> I hear you. So well, you are a love uh, to take care of her. I think that's marvelous. You'll be blessed by it in many ways. Oh, he's, he's already done enough, you know. Be, be, being able to to be here and, and have this opportunity to do what he's asking me to do, that's enough for me. I'm serious. I, I, I'm so happy. You know, I was happy before, but I'm happier now. It's I like, understand. For real, for real, I'm so serious. To know that he's pleased and, you know, I just get to keep, keep on pleasing him. That's enough for me. That's but mom, mom, what were you trying to say? Did she was she able to have her lung cancer? I mean, her um, heart valve surgery. Yes. Uh, yes, ma'am. Yes, she had it, uh, and um, mm -hmm. she yeah she she had it in in uh, let's see this is September, June okay August July June she had it in June yeah wow and and, and listen. And June. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. And 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 then guys, before that before that she she guess what? Before that uh uh let's say for the past 4 years is it the 4 it might be longer, but for the past 4 years as far as I'm concerned understanding and knowing she had renal failure and 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 uh uh, uh she went from stage 3 to stage 2 renal failure. Okay, so so then she she was already dealing with that. Then she she gets goes through the heart stuff, finds out she has to get a heart valve replacement, then lung cancer. So as you replay replay listeners were listening to that sermon, and he said, "What is this?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's real life, and as the as the the young kids say what are those i mean <laughs> she is a very strong woman she you is. know oh my goodness i tell her every, every time I see you are a soldier yes ma'am she is a beautiful lady oh my goodness you guys <laughs> I can't wait for her to come to me. I'm so serious. You guys, <laughs> she is something else. I'm telling you. That's my mom. <laughs> I, stopped picture, I stopped picture with three girls. Where? Um, I don't know. Somewhere in your picture. Three girls? Uh, where, oh, where with three girls. Um, uh, if it. With with um, Nicole and Kyla, I think you're talking about. Yeah, three ladies. Yeah, but they're 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 girls, but they're young. Uh huh. They're not. They're maybe. Well, high school and older, maybe. Oh, okay. I I, I probably have anyway. to look at that. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, um, so you, you look forward to seeing Hello? Okay, okay. All right, guys. So we did it. We, we're here. This is Labor Day, uh, September 7th. 2020 and we made it through uh, another monday praise god common ground fellowship um 12 o'clock p.m pacific 3 p.m eastern 971-320-4123 you guys can text anytime you can call anytime if I'm not there, God is definitely there. So email at cgf000, number three, at gmail.com. I love you guys, and I'm going to go ahead and ask that. Roro, could you pray us out? All right. Father. It has been oh, a wonderful day, and it was wonderful that uh, we three got together. Um, that was your doing, because none of us were very sure of getting on, and Tanya wasn't even sure that she was going to be there. And however, you still are directing our lives, and so we thank you for that. Uh, I want to say uh, that... Um, I want to lift up Tanya's uh, mom and just ask Lord that uh, her reports come back excellent from her um, scans and that she uh, can continue on uh, here with her family uh, for as long as possible. And I thank you that you're with her and that she loves you. I know she does. And so Father, um, I ask your blessing on us this week and uh, keep Sharon on her feet and uh, keep Tanya resting when she can. And so Lord, thank you for blessing us in every way. Thanks for the blessing of my family and, uh, and all that goes on in it. Um, I know that you're leading everybody. And so thank you again, Lord, for the faithfulness of Tanya uh, to come. And, and uh, she's doing this as much for us as she is for herself. And we are blessed by it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Sing it, sister. Oh my Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look into his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Amen. Amen. All right, replay listeners, I hope one day you will have the opportunity to join us one day. We love you, but God loves you more. Okay, bye-bye, girls. Take care. Oh. See you later.